Good day, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to African Brand Academy Podcast, your top number one African podcast on brand development and digital transformation, giving you insight and effective strategies to grow, scale, and promote your brand. Here are your hosts, Sharon Afrik and Ejiro Akbobome. Hey guys, good day and welcome to the African Brand Academy podcast. My name is Sean Alfred and it's a pleasure to be your host today. Today I'm talking about positioning your brand the right way. In our previous episode, we gave a little insight on what brand positioning is and what it entails. If you haven't listened to that, I think you need to go back and just get a review of what it is and check it out. But today we'll be focusing on how to position your brand the right way as a branding company, as a developer, as a startup, as an entrepreneur or as a personal brand and let's dive in i hope you have your pen and your papers together because it's going to be a lot of writing to do there's going to be a lot of um, structuring to do so grab your pen grab your papers and let's dive in for those who don't know what brand positioning is brand positioning is how you distinguish yourself to your audience from your competitors how you want your audience to see you in the market like to for you to stand out in the market your differentiation that is your brand positioning. That is you positioning your brand. And positioning happens in the mind of your audience. You can write your brand positioning statement, do your positioning strategy and whatever. But it's about how your audience perceive you in the marketplace. If your positioning strategy is not aligned with their perception, then you have failed in brand positioning. I'm sorry, because positioning happens in the mind of your audience. And how your brand is positioned is determined by your audience perception. Let me break it down like this. For example, as a personal brand, if I say I'm a corporate person, I'm this, I'm kind, I'm this, I'm that, I'm that. But the world doesn't see me that way. Then I haven't positioned myself well. Because everybody has their own opinion about something, right? So when you think about, say, Apple, and what they have done is that if I tell you Apple is this kind of minimalist brand and they're simple and effective, stylish and everything, you are going to agree with me if you use Apple or if you know Apple well because they have succeeded in making sure that you see them the way they want you to see them. So it's not only about writing it down, but it's about making strategies and implementing the strategies to make sure that the perception of your brand and your brand positioning, there's an alignment in the middle. Because I see brands writing the whole position strategy, the whole slogan and stuff, but their, <laughs> their customer experience is work and everything, and then their customers don't see them that way. If you want your customers to see you as this cheap alternative, then your prices actually have to be one of the lowest in the marketplace. If you want your audience to see you as a luxurious brand, prices probably is going to be top-notch, your customer experience is going to be top-notch and all those things. But if you see in your positioning strategy that I am a luxurious brand and you don't deliver on that and your customer don't see you that way as a luxurious brand, then you're filled in brand positioning. Positioning is what you do in the mind of your customer. You have to be the one to implement perception in their mind. So how do you want them to perceive you? If I want someone to perceive me as a professional, as a personal brand, then I have to actually dress professionally. I have to be able to know how to talk right, the way I talk, the way I dress, the way I act. All that has to be aligned with what I want my customers to see me as. When positioning your brand, your position strategy can make or break your brand. But first of all, you have to understand the pain and challenges your audience is suffering from or you won't be able to make a great positioning strategy. Because it's not about you, it's actually about them, it's about the market. So first thing about 
brand positioning is first of all knowing your customer in and out even before knowing your audience pain points and challenges another thing you have to do to position yourself effectively is that you have to let them know why you do what you do right you can't position your brand effectively if you don't know the purpose of your brand some people just actually wake up in the morning and be like i need to make money let me just start business and stuff like that in some industries, people don't only buy what you do. And so, you know, in some industries, they buy why you do it. Especially when it comes to personal brands. People don't buy from you because you have a service to offer. Most of your fans that buy from you or your audience that buy from you are people who have gotten to understand why you do what you do. They have gotten to understand your story and everything. And that's why they are loyal fans and they are, loyal, they are your loyal audience because they are already in tune with your story so they know why you do what you do and stuff like that they know a bit of who you are and for that to happen also in the business aspects in some industries like i said people don't only buy what what you what you sell they buy why you sell it and most people would disagree with me but then the fact is these big big brands that you say okay why do you uh, why do i buy coca-cola it's because i'm testy and everything but you know the other cola companies in the industry there are other cooler brands in the industry so why coca-cola right because they have gotten you entwined with their story they've gotten entwined with a particular story a an outcome or something when you drink coca-cola then it gives this happiness right it gives this quench of thirst. it gives this feeling so you've already become one with the feeling and that's why when you are in need of a soft drink or something the first thing that comes to your mind is coca-cola it's not because they've only not only because they've advertised so much, it's not because you're testing and everything. But with their marketing strategies and their positioning strategies, they have been able to position themselves in a way that they are going to be a top choice for you. Right? For instance, Philip Cutler, known as the father of modern marketing, defined brand position as the act of designing a company offering and image to occupy a distinctive place in the mind of your target market. Brand positioning is the act of designing a company offering one and image to occupy a distinctive place in the mind of your target market for the offering there being what you do differently what new thing are you offering to the market you're entering the marketplace newly and what what are you bringing are you just another color brand what do you bring to the market what is the distinctive thing and then the image is the way you communicate that offering to the market right image of you is how you communicate with your audience what you say to your audience that is the image so you design the offering the offering your service and what you do differently and the next thing is how do i want to be perceived and that's where the perception comes in the brand position how do i want this people to how do i communicate that perception to the marketplace brand position is about purpose communication and simplicity it has to be simple what is the purpose of my brand what do i do differently who are my audience how can i communicate the purpose to this audience so that i'm top of their mind when it comes to decision making that's just what brand position is about you don't have to be revolutionary or transformational to position your brand in the marketplace when you're coming in you can do it if you want i mean apple and tesla and amazon all did but you don't have to be distinctive you don't have to like okay i want to revolutionize my 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 industry like i want to be the groundbreaking this thing no there are other ways you can position your brand we'll talk about that in a bit you see your position strategy can be in price it can be in your benefits if you don't remember anything from this podcast remember these three things what you do who you do it for the way you do it those are the three things that positioning is about 
How effectively you position your brand depends on how different the answers to these questions are when compared to your customers. And you might feel like, why do I need to do all this? Why do I need to position my brand? See, it helps you proactively choose and target your market. It helps you to promote a sustainable competitive advantage. Because your brand is not for everybody. Please don't make that mistake when building your brand. Your brand is not for everybody. Your brand is supposed to target a particular kind of people. You have to proactively choose your target order because these are the people you're going to be talking to. And if you don't know them, then there's going to be a problem. Number two, it helps you promote a sustainable competitive advantage. If you enter a crowded market and then there is no difference with you and then your next person, right? I would literally buy from anybody. But if you have, if you position your brand properly, then you get to have a reason why people will choose you over someone. And then that advantage is sustainable, right? For example, what's the first thing that comes to your mind when you think of Nike? You probably think, start think about sports, running shoes, their checkmark logo, or just their just do it motto. This is all part of Nike's positioning in targeting athletes. You would never think, you see, you would never think of jewelry or handbags because that's just not part of them as a company. When you think of Apple, you think of gadgets, you think of innovations and all those kind of things because that is what they position themselves to be. A brand position does not target or cater for everyone. It is designed for a specific market. Take Lamborghini, for example. They target people who are into high-end luxurious cars. If they made shoes right now, if Lamborghini made shoes right now, it would be off, it would be off brand and confuse their, their audience. You can't cater for everybody. Trying to cater for everybody would dilute their positioning and cause them decrease and cause, can cause you decrease in sales. You have a reputation whether you cultivate it or not. So you might have well just created a brand positioning plan that can help you take control of that reputation and your brand image. Every major decision that you make in your business should borrow from your positioning statement to ensure that it is in alignment with both your goals and your values. And to be honest, your brand positioning can be done badly. Your brand positioning can be done badly or beautifully well. But when it's done beautiful way, it means that it has been able to connect to its right audience, have a great conversation with them, and get great conversion. That is when you know your brand positioning has been done correctly. Okay, so let's jump right into the purpose of today, which is um, how do I now do my positioning the right way? First of all, you need to understand this component, right? Number one component of brand positioning is you need to understand your audience. So number one, your audience, understanding your audience, their journey, their pain point, what they want and what outcome they want. For instance, in the fitness part, you know as a fitness instructor that the person's journey is trying to go from point A to point B, right? Either lose a couple of pounds or probably gain, um, gain mass and uh, muscle mass and stuff like that. Okay. So what's their pain point? Probably the fact that, okay, they don't know how to diet and they don't know what the right diet is. Probably the location or whatever, or not being able to pay for a gym. All this could be pain point because probably there's no gym around their area, but they need to work out. And all this not help you position, okay, do I do home workout sessions, online home workout sessions? You have to understand what those pain points are. You have to know what they want or actually do they want. When you've gotten to understand, your audience is and i want you to niche the audience that i don't want to go right um anyone who wants fitness or stuff like that no narrow it down to the gender the age location their interest their likes their dislikes i'm going to put out a episode i think the next one or the next one after this on identifying your right audience so i want you to stay in tune for that you can't generalize your audience. You can't say anybody who wants to slim down or anybody who wants to build muscle. No. 
The next thing is knowing the outcome you're providing. What is the transformation you're bringing to the market? Going back to the fitness aspect, so which point A to point B, where are you taking them? Where is your point A? Where are they now? What is the outcome you're going to provide for them to get to point B? In the middle of point A to point B, that is the outcome you're providing. And then the third thing is, what is your competitive advantage? Why should I pick your product over this person's product? Why should I choose you as my coach over the other person? So what is your competitive advantage? You have to go in and dive in and find out what that advantage is. Before you write your positioning message or your positioning statement, the first thing you have to actually do is have a positioning strategy. Now, if you've written down these three things, if you're giving answers to these three things, let's go ahead and develop a positioning strategy together. So the first thing you've done it is define who your audience is. You've done that. The next thing now is who are my competitors in the market? Who are your competitors? Just list a couple of competitors that are in the marketplace already offering almost exactly what you do. And if you have to conduct a competitor and market analysis, you have to you should do that because this enables you to know the gap that is in the market, especially if you're starting out. You have to know, okay, what's the gap? Check and you see, okay, is the gap in my industry relating to price? Is it relating to the quality? Is it that? Is it uh, convenience? Know what the gap is and know what the market is starving from. When you do that, you find the, that gap. That's the gap you're going to focus on moving forward. Whether as a personal brand, whether as a business brand. And after you do that, the next thing is uncover your differentiator. That could still be the gap that you're covering, but it could be something else. Is it my language, my tone of voice? Is it the ease of working with me? Is it my customer experience? What is that differentiator? Why should I leave where I am and start patronizing you? So you uncover that differentiator. Now move on to writing the position statement. Then you write your communication framework. How am I going to talk to my audience? What's their slang? Which slang am I using? Because when you know, okay, for instance, if your audience are 19 to 23 year old, you know that there's a slang already on ground. In fact, there's one slang when it comes to if your audience lives in a particular place. If your audience lives in a particular place, there's, they have their own slang too. So which slang am I going to use? What are the major keywords? How do I communicate my message to these people? Because that is your differentiator. That's what Carrie Wise did that we made. The customer on Twitter talk to them as if they are their friend. Talk to you like as a friend, like your saving body. Carrie Wise is a, is a saving platform and investment platform. So they were able to position themselves in a way that they felt that audience... People that save more, for instance, and use a mobile phone to save will be from a particular age range. And then their communication with these people was different than most Nigerian brands have ever used in history. So when, when people talk like that, they'll be like, see, tell Ore from, I mean, tell John from Carrie Wise to leave me alone because of the way the emails came in, like the copy that was in the, the email. The last thing for you to do is design your brand experience. How do I want my customers or my audience to feel after they've used my brand? How do I want them to feel during their buying journey and figuring me out? So what experience do I want to give these people when they come into the office, my office, or when they come into my shop, when they have deals with me, when they meet me in person? How do I want them to feel? What transformation do I want them to feel after they just seen me and gone? That is your brand experience. So someone can have good products and great services, and at the end of the day, their brand experience is whack. If your brand experience is whack, at the end of every customer buyer journey, right? Do you feel that this 
customer is going to patronize you again. And some people feel because, okay, I am the only spa place in my uh, my area. Therefore, I can treat my customers anywhere I want to. So the idea now is that you have to be able to design this customer experience. Do I want them to feel relaxed after they've gone? Do I want them to feel motivated after they've met me? Do I want them to feel transformed after they met me? How do I want that uh, customer experience to be? Do I want them to be in touch with luxury after they've come in touch with my brand? So these are the things that, that makes up your brand positioning strategy. Number one, define your audience. Number two, identifying your competitor who's already in the market. Number three, knowing the gap in your market. And I said you could, you have to, you probably have to conduct a competitor and market analysis for that. Number four, uncover your differentiator, your differentiation, what makes you different. Number five, write your positioning statement. We're going to do that next. And number six, uh, write a communication framework. How do I want to communicate with these people? And number seven, design your brand experience. Once you've done this, your brand position strategy is complete. It's complete. Now you can move to the next thing on the brand development cycle. Now, when it comes to brand positioning strategy, there are different strategy approach that you can use. So the next thing I'm going to talk about is your strategy approach, right? There are different type, there are different ways you can um, develop your strategy or your differentiation and stuff like that. Number one, highlight what you do differently and why you do it differently. Now we want to get a strategy approach for this, right? I like what you do differently and why you do it differently. So one of the strategy approach you could use is um, hyper-specialization, which is focusing on a very specific problem and fixing it in a very unique way. And all your brand communication strategy should go around that. Number one approach you can use when building your strategy is hyper-specialization. So you want your brand to be able to solve only one particular problem. Probably the only problem you're going to be able to give your brand is how to get from point A to point B. And you only specialize on that. You don't confuse your brand or whatever. You don't confuse your audience or whatever. You only specialize on that one thing. The second strategy approach you could use is a leadership-based positioning. That is positioning yourself as the best, as being the best in the industry. Position yourself as a leader. At this point, any other person that has come yourself is they are using me as as a case study. So you is a is a ladder you have to walk up to, especially if you're starting out. But you know that that is where your um that is where you're going. You're trying to position yourself as a leader in that industry. That is a different thing. That's a different strategy approach. And the next strategy approach will be a price based approach. So if I'm entering the market, for instance, and my strategy is that my price will be cheaper. But if you say your price is going to be the cheapest in the industry, then you're going to make sure that you do everything you can to to make that happen the next one is quality-based approach whether as a product whether as a personal brand whether as a business now you can't use price-based approach and quality-based approach because the higher the quality probably the uh, higher the price because of the quality next approach being value-based approach this brings quality and value uh, and price together it brings these two approaches together um, Nike and Asics are two different athletic brands that have shoes and other things. So, for instance, Nike has positioned themselves as leader in the industry, and then their quality is a ten over ten, right? Now they didn't drop the price and say, "Okay, because my quality is a ten over ten, but I want to make it available to everybody, then I'm going to drop my price down to probably two over ten. No, the quality is ten over ten. Apparently, self their price self is ten over ten because you want quality, right? We're gonna give you quality, and you have to know you're gonna pay for it. Now, someone else can come with the approach that I want my quality to be uh, nine over ten, but I want the price to be five over ten because I want people to access this uh, quality thing. Oh, I want my 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 quality to be five over ten and the price to be five over ten. So definitely, I'm getting actually the price 
of the quality I'm buying. They're on the same level. So that's where value-based approach is like, what value are you bringing in? How do you, how are you going to mix quality and price together? That's value-based approach. And the next one is benefit-based approach. This is mostly um, effective in product positioning, right? What are the benefits of your product? Maybe you added a couple of benefits to what's already in the market and you added more features or something. So this is mostly in product positioning, but looking at it now, it can also be in personal brand. What more do you have to offer? The average coach session is about so, 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 and so, and this is the features that come with it. What benefits more can I offer? Can I offer money back guarantee? Can I offer a, a longer term follow up? Do you get so that another way you can come into the market is by benefits. What benefit? But the problem there is that when you try and use this um approach, the leader brand can literally just pick those benefits and add it to whatever they have. That is why most of these big companies abroad, most of these big companies in the United States, that's why they buy businesses because you're just bringing a small benefit to what's already there. So they're like, instead of you just saying, if I just take money and bring your business under our company at once instead of just saturating the market. The next approach you could use is um, convenience. How can I offer my my services or my product to my audience more conveniently? Maybe adding delivery services, adding um, online online services, adding, you know, trying to make sure that the audience gets their outcome or their transformation conveniently, more conveniently than what is already in the market. Those are the strategy approach you can use after writing out your brand positioning strategy. So the first thing there is you you understand the components of a brand position. You write those out. Next thing we said was writing out your brand positioning strategy. Now you've written the brand positioning strategy. You choose an approach. How are we going to enter the market? The last one actually is the disruptive brand positioning. I forgot to add that. The disruptive brand positioning these are people that enter the market and then they they disrupt the whole industry like amazon like uber like apple you know they were they were normal taxi cars until uber came and said no we want a situation where they can book it not disrupted the whole industry amazon disrupted the whole book industry when, when they came up with being able to buy books online right so but it's the fact that you need high level conceptual thinking for this kind of approach and first class execution if you know you don't have this too just leave this approach alone if you know you don't have something transformational it's going to be great it's going to be great for you and everything but you have to have a lot of back end work to do to be able to get this done now the next thing is okay how do i write my brand positioning statement a brand positioning statement is just like um it's a brief description that describes what the brand does who is for and the unique way it does like the prin- the principles like components i gave you previously how they provide this outcome to your clients it's a guiding tool that gives you clarity internally and externally for the brand externally it tells the audience what it does and internally it acts as a guiding tool for everything within the brand whether when it comes to communication when it comes to message your positioning statement keeps you on track whether you're bringing out even a new product ask yourself does this align with why we do what we do does it align with who we do it for so even bringing out a new product whatever it is your positioning statement helps you and even helps your team in everything they're doing let me get you right your positioning statement is not a tagline or a slogan it's not your vision statement it's not your elevator pitch the brand positioning statement guides decisions and action within the brand through its identity and messaging 
Now, step one of writing a brand positioning statement. You define your brand strategy. And we've already had that. We already have that done. We understand our audience. We understand their pain point. We understand what they want. We understand our competitors and what they do. Lastly, we've understood the, the gap and our unique differentiator. That's what we did in the strategy aspect. Now we have that done already. So that's step one cancelled. Step two is reference your internal brand to make sure it's aligned. That is who is my brand? The purpose of my brand. Who is my brand? What am I? What, what do I do? Reference that. So who is the brand, right? Step three is list out your brand positioning elements, like your audience, your people, and the key benefits, your point of difference. We've done that, right? Step four, focus on your audience understanding. You know, make sure that this sentence we're about to write down is simple and leave no room for misinterpretation. And we are going to use a brand positioning statement formula to help you out. I'll give a link to a worksheet that could help you do that in the description below. Let me just give an example. We help married women who do not have time to go to the gym to achieve a stunning body. Our solution is, is easy. It can be done online and requires just 30 minutes daily. Now, I've been able to specify my audience, their pain points, their promise, uh, my brand promise and my benefits and the solution, my point of difference from probably my other competitors. You know what? I think I'm just going to put this in a document and add it to the description so that it can help you. You just download it. And if you want us to run through a bit, we mentioned about, we've spoken about. Uh, first, we list out the components of our brand positioning, the who, why, what. Then we develop our brand positioning strategy. And after that, we choose an approach that how we are going to enter the market, how we want to be seen in the market. Next thing, we develop the positioning statement. Just in just in that in that um in that order, right? That being said, we've come to the end of the podcast. I'm going to quickly give you when you have this positioning statement together, I want to give you criteria. I want to give some criteria for checking your brand positioning. If you're already an existing brand, I want to I want you to just go back and retrospect and see, okay, is my brand positioning working for me or is it not working for me? Number one, does it differentiate your brand? As number one, does it differentiate your brand? Number two, does it match your customer perception of your brand? If you only survey to your customers already or your audience, the way you want them to perceive you, are they perceiving you that way? Number three, does it enable you to grow as a brand, as a business, as a product? Does it enable you to grow? Does your positioning statement enable you to grow beyond what it is right now? Number four, does it identify your brand's unique value to your customers? Does it produce a clear picture in your mind that's different from your competitors? Is it focused on your core customers, your core audience? Is it memorable and motivating? Number eight, is it consistent in all areas of your business? Number nine, is it easy to understand? Number 10, is it difficult to copy? Number 11, is it positioned for long-term success? That's like saying, does it enable you to grow? Number 12, is your brand promise believable and credible? Because if you have a positioning statement and then people can literally... Everybody says it's not possible or it's hard to believe or it's not measurable. So you make sure your brand positioning is believable and credible. Something that has been done before or something that you've actually made sure that it happens even if it's the first time it happened in your industry. Can your brand own it? Number 14, will it withstand counter-attacks from your customers or from your competitors, sorry. Will it withstand counter-attacks from your competitors? Number 15, lastly, Will it help you make more effective marketing and branding decisions? 
if you already have a brand positioning strategy or statement, go through these questions. Just write one to fifteen. Answer each of them. Does all this thing happen in my in my brand, or is all this aligned with my brand positioning and my brand strategy? In conclusion, you see, you have a reputation whether you cultivate it or not. Like I said, so you might as well create a brand positioning plan that can help you control your reputation and brand image. That is why we are doing this. That's why I want you to position your brand effectively and not just effectively position your brand for success so once you have this done you have completed my dear you have completed um you've been able to draw your brand positioning strategy in fact you've also been able to write your brand positioning statement so all of you who listen to the end congrats to you guys like if especially if you're starting out congrats to you you've been able to do two to three things and being able to discover more about why you are studying what you're studying and why you want to position yourself for success, right? So I'll add some resources to the description below. I think you should go over there. Check it. Check whatever applies to you, whatever is needed. And next week, we'll be talking about differentiating main brands or sub-brands. Growing as a business, you have to understand the difference between these two terms the main brand and sub-brands so that's what we'll be talking about next week and up how we could be talking about how to identify your right target market so have a great week ahead and god bless you and i'll see you again next week subscribe if you haven't subscribed follow if you haven't followed you can show some love we want to get to feel your two cents so just drop a review subscribe to our channel and stay tuned join the conversation join our social media channels all of them are linked in the podcast description so join the communities in our community we talk every day so even if we come here and talk once in a week in our community we talk every day and if you're into clubhouse we would love to have you there okay so i'm thinking of adding a new segment to the show which is uh ask sharon so if you have a question pertaining to branding or business development you can email us at africanbrandacademy at gmail.com or message us on any of the social media platforms or social media communities and I will be able to answer you on the next episode. It could be your question. And even if I'm not able to answer you here directly, I'd make sure to answer you in the communities. And this is Sharon Alfred saying, ciao, take care.